welcome to the inaugural episode of Foss and Crafts Theatre, a new sub-show of Foss and Crafts where we introduce you to fresh and exciting new free cultural content. Perhaps you've already listened to Foss and Crafts Episode 1, where Chris and Morgan talk about using narrative role-playing games as a way to generate collaborative stories. Feedback to that show was most enthusiastic, including to the idea of doing live demonstrations of role-playing game productions. And so now, we have a story for you crafted using the Freeform Universal system explained in Episode 1. We are most excited to introduce to the stage two veteran players of roles, Nick and LP. They join Morgan in performing as three demonic office workers, working for the interdimensional corporate conglomerate known as Demonstrative Industries. From there, they are given a special assignment, one which, as we will see, gets quickly out of control for the enjoyment of us all. And so, without further ado, on with the show! Hello, everybody. Uh, we are joined here with our friends Nick and LP, who we have played RPGs with, with for quite a long time. Uh, we're excited to have them here for a Freeform Universal game, uh, using some characters from kind of these office demons in a demon dimension game we played in the past. And they're kind of reviving their characters for some new shenanigans. So why don't we go through and have everybody introduce their characters. We'll start with Morgan. So, Morgan, why don't you introduce your character, starting with their name and going through their various descriptions. My character's name is Styx. She is a manic pixie nightmare who is less than six inches tall and hovers, usually right over someone's shoulder trying to convince them to do something they shouldn't do. Um, She has a, a secret crush on Ambrosia, who is her shoulder angel counterpart because she spends more time with Ambrosia than she spends with her coworkers. Um, and her descriptor descriptors are shoulder demon, manic pixie nightmare, do it. Um, and then she's got an item which is pixie dust that she can use to help convince people to do things. Um, and then another descriptor is everyone makes bad decisions. And her flaw is an attention span as short as she is. All right, great. Uh, LP, why don't you introduce your character? Sure. Uh, my character's name is Hefia, and her uh, concept is she is an entropy demon, and she likes to pop up anywhere where humans in their hubris forget that the devil really is in the details. Um, One of her descriptions is just desserts. She really likes when the punishment fits the crime. She appears to humans as a Victorian-looking woman of color with an oddly amorphous skirt. And she's the regional manager of the human resources department um, in the dimension, which is the department that manages what it perceives as its human resources. And her item is an oxidizing staff. And her flaw is that she tends to be slow to act as entropy often is. Then finally, we have Nick's character. I'm Nick. I'm playing uh, Mr. Gizemfi Bear, uh, who is a greater demon of minor inconvenience. 
he's determined to play the long game to cultivate chaos and despair, and best known as a purveyor of poor decisions. He's pretty sure that all you need is a little push. But if you come across him, the most important thing to know is that he's nearly off-putting enough to say something about generally in appearance, manner. Uh, he carries a Casio calculator watch on a shoelace that lets him peer slightly into the future. And his biggest flaw is his excessive stick -tuitiveness. Uh That becomes readily apparent when you see he is some sort of nightmarish, giant, demonic, gummy bear-looking thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Um, so, um, all of you uh, are coming in for a fresh day of work at the office. Um, you're you're settling in for the day. Uh, what 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 kind of things uh, b before? Um, as you're kind of settling into the day, uh, what what are you doing as you're you're getting into the office? Mm -hmm. My workspace is. Uh... A little cubby, like, on the shelves of office supplies and stuff like that. I just have a little space worked out for myself instead of a full cubicle for someone my size. So I'm flying up to my cubby. Uh, Nick, why don't you describe what your character So at this point, um, he's settling into the office in the morning, and uh, it tends to make a lot of noise as stuff kind of moves around and he's trying to get comfortable in his chair. Uh, but it's, <laughs> it's a very large gummy bear in a rather small chair. So all you can hear is him just squeaking the chair back and forth and the squishing that accompanies as he tries to like fit into it. Is it a pleather chair, too? Oh, Absolutely. I don't like that. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Hexia, what are, you, what are you doing? Hexia actually has, she's been at the office probably for about an hour um, already. Uh, she does, like, a nice, slow start to her morning, which means getting up just a little bit early so she doesn't have fresh because she doesn't like that um and right now she is working on she's got sort of her like naughty and nice lists with the humans and her particular focus right now is on places in the world where infrastructure has been allowed to crumble due to negligence and misappropriation of public funds so she has her nice list, which is the folks who have been blowing the whistle on those things. And then she has her naughty list, which are the folks who have been allowing it to happen. Because she became a demon because she died in an industrial accident um, that was the result of human negligence. So she is finding ways to mess with the people who are being negligent, whether it's, you know, making sure that their car is rusting through or encouraging that mold growth in their attic and trying to do to prevent those things in the folks who have been, you know, trying to help. So that's her current pet project. Okay. Um, so Hexia, 
um as you're 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 settling in and going through that list and stuff uh you see the 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 secretary uh Fraglath comes into your office and she comes by and says uh Hexia, uh, yeah, that BTB wants to see you and uh, your uh, uh, your 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 reports of uh, the the gummy bear guy and that uh, tiny uh, uh, pixie lady and uh, wants you to call, have them all come up to the office. So did um, he mention why? I don't know when the Omni CEO wants you to come up to the office he usually has some kind of thing uh he, he said something about the zoo i i don't i don't really know i i don't go to the zoo for obvious reasons of it being a terrifying thing <laughs> i will let them know all right great and she just <laughs> she just uh um slides her sluggy body right out of there <laughs> Okay, great. Um, so uh, you can. I'm, I'm assuming you're gonna gather your coworkers and bring them to the elevator that goes all the way to the top of the building. Then, yes. Okay. So, uh, so, so you can stop by both of their desks and grab them. And I'm assuming you're you're all walking there at the moment. So, are you catching up? I on am hovering. Anything? Excuse me. Okay. You're. <laughs> Uh, some of you are hovering, some of you... Not all of us use our legs! Yeah, some of you are probably plotting, um, and yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so are you catching up on anything before you enter this elevator and, and head upstairs, or maybe while in the elevator? Can I just say that as a matter of, uh, of practice, I do, I'm just hovering over Hexia's shoulder... Because I was about to invite you to come and hover in that area. Aw, thank you. Maybe this is just, like, how we do it when we interact. <laughs> well, I mean, that that makes sense, because there's barely enough room in the elevator with me in there anyway, so... And I do not want to be hovering over your shoulder. I'm sorry, you're slightly off-putting. <laughs> yeah, I definitely keep, like twitching my skirt away from you. <laughs> so you all work at uh, Demonstrative Industries and you're in one of the subsidiary buildings and this building connects to like a cluster of buildings. So the, the elevator goes up and sideways into kind of the center tallest building um, where the Omni CEO is. Uh, the BTB, uh, which is uh, Boggle T. Boggart. Uh, the CEO of Demonstrative Industries, the uh, um, the largest mega conglomerate in all of the demon realms. Um, so uh, as you get up there, uh, the doors slide open. Uh, maybe before you all go in, uh, why don't why doesn't I'm going to say everybody should do maybe an even roll, except for I'm going to give Hexia since you've got uh, you're in HR. Why don't you roll two die and see whether or not you know anything about the CEO before you show up here? Because he, he doesn't, he's never spoken to you. The Omni CEO has never talked to you before. You've spoken to the CEO of your particular subsidiary previously. Okay. So Nick and I are rolling one die and LP's rolling two? That's right. And remind me, am I averaging the two of them? No, you're taking the best of two. Best of two. All right. 
I got two, so I know nothing. Okay. Uh, I got six. Okay, great. Wow. And Nick? And five, respectively. <laughs> A three. Nice. Okay. Um, so, Morgan just doesn't know anything. Nick, your, uh, your gummy bear, uh, character, uh, doesn't know anything about the CEO, but knows lots of things about, uh, um, like, the various underlings who have reported to him in the past, um, mainly because, you know, you've, you've probably helped them get in or out of sticky situations previously. Um, and, uh, um. Hexia being the head of HR and the the kind of shrewd manager that you are, you have done your research and uh, you not only know about uh, Boggle T. Bogart, you know about, um, you have heard some rumorous backstory. And so when the door slides open, you are the one who is not surprised to see a, a tall-looking, emaciated man with marbled gray and purple skin and curly Q ears that are almost fractal-like with silver slick back hair and a bushy mustache. Um, and the weird thing about him is not any of that, but that he's seen riding on an enormous toad-like creature. Since you have done your, your research, um, you've heard that there was maybe some sort of accident that's led him to be unable to walk, so hence him riding that toad everywhere. But the other thing that you heard in kind of pulling through the rumor mill is that um, his ears being fractal-like, that's very unusual because that is a pattern only normally held by the math demons of the math dimensions who hmm. take care of all curating all the mathematical formulas that govern the various multiverses. Um, and hmm. uh, that, but he is clearly not a math demon because math demons are very short and very stout. And this person is not, does not have those properties. So anyway, uh, the door opens and he comes plodding around on this giant toad around the front of the desk and says oh welcome it's so good to see all three of you uh, wonderful employees of uh, our mega conglomerate uh please sit down and he gestures at three uh leather chairs that are surrounding his <laughs> desk um so can i can i remain hovering you can remain co hovering. Uh, you may want to. Or, or do, do I have to sit in a giant chair? <laughs> um, so actually, would it... I think this, this would be an appropriate thing. So it's why don't you actually roll two die and take the worst of the two to see if you can find any way to look respectable as a very tiny fairy with this giant chair. I got a one for the worst. <laughs> <laughs> not only do you not look respectable in the least, uh, hovering above awkwardly and then trying to sit on it, uh, and then like getting like a disappointed looking, frustrated look at him, and then like you sit on the chair, like you just like drop to the chair to try to like avoid that disappointed look, and now you are just out of sight with, you know, just like trying to peer over the top of his table and not succeeding. <laughs> so it is not working out well for you. Uh, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Gummy, Gummy, you're also so, going to have to roll two die and take the worst of two. Well, oh, hear me no. out here. You might make me roll three die. <laughs> <laughs> there he is, always making it worse. <laughs> 
<laughs> you might so, just get a foo point right off the bat. Please tell me what you're doing. Part part of the reason the elevator ride up was so cramped was because he wasn't able to get out of his office chair when stomping <laughs> out of the office. <laughs> <laughs> so, in order to change chairs, he needs to stickily detach the one and then settle into the other. Can I? Oh, I'll give you a few no. points if you get such a, a disappointed look from him that you eventually just decide to try to stack one chair onto the other chair <laughs> and it does not work, but you just try to ride with it anyway. Oh yeah, absolutely. So okay, you don't have to like roll. You've already disappointed him. You don't have to roll. You failed that all on your own. Okay. Uh, Sticks. I don't feel like you necessarily are going to be having the same problems uh, due to the design of your character. Um, but uh, are how are you choosing to settle in here? I'm, just, I'm you're probably just sitting down because it's no big deal. Wait, it's a chair, I'm, right? a, I'm already sorry, not, not sticks. Wait. I mean Hexia. Uh, could I? So I, I think you're right. I reasonably just sort of boring looking. Um, so I'm able to just kind of sit. But since these two are sort of in my department, could I try to help Mr. Bear by <laughs> by using my like my entropy sort of make the chair that's stuck to him disintegrate <laughs> yes you can you can do that absolutely i will let you roll two and take the best of two all right i got a four okay um so that's yes the the, <laughs> the chair disintegrates underneath him but, but then he <laughs> he plops into the chair underneath him and then the legs give out underneath it and then that one like the legs just like break all across it and it just drops down another level so um, is there a squelching noise involved here too absolutely absolutely okay Um, i tried mr bear (laughs) so uh boggle is more comfortable (laughs) boggle is clearly not pleased but he, so of, um, of the three of us, two of us are basically out of sight right now. <laughs> um, I yeah, I think that Bo- even despite having fallen, uh, uh, um, uh, our friend Gummy Bear there is still able to have a better view over the edge of the desk than you do probably at this point. Wait, but wait. Uh, can can I ask? Can I make the chair hover so that I can at least see over the desk? Oh, you could try. Um, so, so if you sprinkle some... If old, I sprinkle some pixie pi- dust? Pixie dust, that feels like something acceptable for pixie dust to do. So why don't you roll two and take the best of two? Okay. I got a five. Okay. Yeah. That works. And you hover up. <laughs> and he is looking very disappointedly at all of you. And then Morgan's <laughs> character sticks, hovers up a bit. And he kind of gives a resigned, okay, well, at least that was some effort. And, uh, uh, and like, just decides to let it slide. So, um, <laughs> so here is, um, so anyway, what BTB, uh, which is what everybody calls uh, the CEO Boggle T. Bogart, um, what, he, uh, what he says is, so, as 
some of you know, uh, the zoo is uh, a very delicate place. And unfortunately, a creature has escaped from the zoo. Um, roll to die, everybody, and take the best of two to see if you know anything about the zoo. Five. Double sixes. Five. Okay, so everybody here knows that the zoo stands for uh, the zoological um, uh, organism obstruction and observation organization, which is a collection of vats, vaults, cages, and wards to hold in the most terrifying creatures that the demon realm has basically has had milling about it that uh, the demonstrative industries likes to keep locked up in case they could be useful someday. Mm -hmm. Um, And Mm -hmm. the zoo is not somebody. So uh, the zoo is not somebody that uh, somebody would probably take their family or anything like that. Uh, Gummy, I actually think this would be really fun since you've got a six there. Do you have some history? Are you actually secretly yourself a zoo escapee? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So you are a zoo Did, did you escapee. escape by squelching out? <laughs> oh. <laughs> just screech through the bars. Yep, yeah, you just oozed through. So do you know that... It, that zoo breakthroughs are actually incredibly unusual and you just made it through through pure hap- happenstance and stick to basically um but the and also because you were greatly greatly underestimated by everybody who is locking up an enormous ge- uh, gummy bear basically um and uh, uh but, but it's very unusual for anything to escape from there so anyway uh btb continues so Unfortunately, one of the organisms that escaped has escaped to Mortaloid 5, which is basically what you know of as Earth, or basically one of two Earths that are currently running in the multiverse, but like the one that anybody currently cares about. Um, So uh, the uh, so unfortunately, this would be awfully bad if uh, these things got completely out and on the loose. Um, and he's like, hold on, let me show you a brief presentation. And he basically just presses a button, a projector comes down, and he clicks through a couple of images. And what you see is this large eel-like creature is what it looks like at first glance. Uh, everybody roll to die. Take the best of two to see how observant you're being about uh, these slides here. Four. Two. <laughs> Five. Okay, Hexia is just not paying attention to this conversation for some reason, probably because you're having so much difficulty keeping that chair afloat at this point. Uh, that these sticks. Sorry, sticks. I got to stop messing you two up. So sticks is <laughs> yeah. the, keeping... It's the, the X's. Yeah, I eh. think it's Hexia and sticks. Uh, yeah, so sticks is keeping uh, the, the... You're busy, so busy keeping the chair uh, afloat that it's hard for you to focus on the presentation. So you're like, yeah, you'll like thing, whatever, I got it. And Hexia, you got a... Was it a three or a four? Four. Okay. So yes, you're, you notice that... Um, 
it looks kind of eel-like, but I think you, I think that it's kind of difficult for you to focus on because this thing is kind of unsettling for some sort of reason to look at. Just like looking at it feels unsettling, and it's not really clear why it's unsettling. Um, so, but but gummy, you just look at it and you're like, oh, look at all the cool things. So. <laughs> One of the cool things is it looks kind of like an eel, but it's got two mouths. One of the mouths is facing downwards and kind of looks like an eel or a shark mouth. And it's all chompy, like with a big Cheshire cat grin on it. And one of the mouths is pointing upward and it's like a lamprey. It's like a like, oh, no. <laughs> it's like <laughs> a circle of teeth with a tongue wiggling <laughs> around uh, in it. And, uh, and in this in like, oh, look how cool it is. Gosh, wouldn't it be so neat if you had powers like that? In one of the presentations, you see that it kind of forms in and out of shadowy spaces, but it is mm. waterborne, it appears. Um, <laughs> so, um, so, and anyway, this thing's called the lamp, uh, the lamp morel, basically. So the lamp morel is, um, is apparently escaped, and it's actually not just one of them, but a, uh, about, about like, probably about 12 of them. And oh, uh, they're also fairly large, about like, you know, like maybe about like mm, five feet long. And uh, they're um, and they've escaped apparently are in somewhere near one of the the edges of the ocean in one of the large metropolitan cities, Mortaloid five. Hmm. So um, so you are being told that there is a contact on Mortaloid 5 that you are to go and meet that will uh, be able to outfit you with the appropriate tooling to basically dispense of these. And the reason why this is so important and why uh, um, your our, your friend BTB here can only trust such a skilled group such as yourselves is because... It's really critical to the success of demonstrative industries for some of these planes to not have sufficient proof that we exist. Our income sources will disappear if we can be very easily uh, blamed or ratified as existing. It's harder to be able to um, get people to be accountable for their sins if they can be easily blamed on an external institution, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. So Especially if, the Hexia, I feel like. Yeah, so if anybody got a hold of these creatures, since they can move in and out of shadows so easily, that's not something that's very relatively uh, alike to this ter terrestrial Earth uh, setting on uh, Mortaloid 5. So if anyone were to capture one, that would be most unfortunate for us because they could possibly dissect it. This is a creature you can pin down, sedate, and dissect potentially. And that would be very bad. It would open many, many questions. Um, so you all have been given some short-term licenses to p possess, glamorize, and directly interfere with the do doings on Mortaloid 5 for these purposes. And he hands you uh, three... Um, items. So one is a possession totem, uh, and one is a, uh, and that is a uh, two-use spell. You can possess two different. You can possess uh, any being once, and then leaving and enter another being or the same being another time, and then it breaks. There's one glamour spell. Uh, you can turn it on 
once and then that's the only time you can turn it on and then you it'll have to go away and then there's one ridiculous outfit kit so um with those three things uh hopefully you can manage to make do uh on mortaloid 5 and he gives you an address to be able to go and uh, uh apparently a gateway has already been open for you okay all right now, does he give each of these items to anyone in particular Nope, they're all okay. for you to decide what you want to do with. Okay. And it's just, as a group, we have that. We don't each have. You don't each have one of those things. You have three items. One of them's a possession totem. One of them's a uh, um, the glamour spell. And one of them's a ridiculous outfit kit. Okay. Uh, quick question <laughs> about just how we interact with, like, the human plane. Are demons in this universe, are we always visible to humans or do we have to choose to make ourselves visible that's a good question uh um i would say that you once you end up entering this air this plane um you are not you have the ability to move in and out of visibility to some degree but it's kind of subterfuge you will be visible if you just walk right into the middle of the the the, the street Somebody could see you, but you can also kind of move from lamppost to lamppost, like kind of like very slickly, if that makes sense. Wait a second. Can we say that there's an exception for my character who is regularly on the human plane and isn't seen? Yes. So so I think your character is able to basically um, appear on shoulders and disappear. So so. Yeah. I'm gonna, so I'm I, gonna... I feel like my character's idea wouldn't work if she was just visible. That's fair. Yeah. I did not give this sufficient thought, admittedly. <laughs> uh, so uh, you're you're asking me questions I had not really considered. Um, I'm going to say that, yes, you can appear and disappear from uh, basically as a shoulder teleportation uh, mechanism. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, you have to fly. And with Hexia and Jerumpy uh, uh, Bear. I'm from the Bear, realm originally. Yes. Yeah, so you can you can fit in a bit easier. Jerumpy uh, Bear... Uh, <laughs> You're you're gonna have a harder I'm just time. Just a nightmare horror creature. That yeah, clearly belongs nowhere. It's I fine. mean, you you did you did take your mandatory training on uh, moving from place to place without being seen in various realms. Uh, the person passed you, but it might have just been because they didn't want you snoring in the next class again. So you know, we'll we'll find out what happens. Um, okay. Um, so you are given all of these items, and uh, you are there is a portal that's open for you. Um, is there anything you want to do or pick up or whatever before you end up leaving for this assignment? Um, can we try and dress Drummy Bear up um, before we leave? Yes, I, I was going wise. to ask for a detective hat and trench coat. That's exactly what I was picturing. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> okay. Um so But it looks but but it looks all lumpy and off. Gummy? Yes. Roll you know, I just want you to roll one die and just take it as is to see what you get out of that kit. Oh no. Yes. <laughs> well, it's a two, so <laughs> Okay. You um... already have an extra fate point you can spend, just saying. Um, That's true. Do you want to spend it? 
uh, to be able to get a decent costume, or do you want to just get what I'm going to say you would get for a two? Oh God, I yeah, I'll go, I'll go with it. Okay, <laughs> you do get a detective kit. Uh, um, now the ideal thing would be that it was very baggy. It is not very baggy. It oh, is somehow no. underfitting. So you have a trench coat that you're kind of oozing out of the edge of. But there are gloves. Ugh. But you can put them on. But then they just kind of look a little bit bloated and jiggly. Um, there's basically enough stuff that you can just adhese on every part of your body so that it's not really possible to tell what you are. But you are going to jiggle as you move through things. So it's not going to be a comfortable looking outfit. It's just going to be something that you can technically put on every part of your body. Like a scarf and some sunglasses and the hat. And the coat that doesn't fit, you can put every one of them on, but it doesn't really look completely natural. <laughs> this, I mean, yeah, this is this is fine. The gloves are a great idea for a creature that doesn't have fingers. Like, <laughs> I'm sure you can pour some of well. your slime into the fingers. Okay. I'm, I'm picturing it like if you blow up a doctor's glove, yep. like latex gloves. <laughs> okay, great. So um, I grab my staff. For sure. Okay, great. You grab your staff. Uh, um, and uh, um, is there anything else that you all want to do, or do you want to go straight to the portal that's been set up for you and basically the uh, portal lobby? I have a question mm-hmm. that might end up being a role. Um, does the heavenly realm know about the zoo and the creatures in the zoo? Good question. I'm just going to roll a die and take it even odds. Uh, yes, they know about it. They are not pleased, but they have not been able to do anything about it. Okay. I'm wondering if my totally not girlfriend might be able to help out. She might. I mean, so you so you could go directly to the portal, um, but you could also choose to go and take a look at the zoo, or you could choose to. Um, uh, what's what's your choice, effectively, on on where you want to go first? I vote directly to portal. Yes. Okay. Ooh, not the zoo. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to grab my date book before we leave from my office, but. <laughs> okay. All right, you have your date book. Uh, which kind of date book is this? Is this like a, a calendar or is this like yes. the list of people that you... Yeah, okay, good. I, I was really horrified thinking about what like... Like the little black bears, book. Yeah, the drunk oh, bear's no. little black book would be. Um, <laughs> I That might not be... Uh, oh, I hate d- it. That may not be minor inconveniences for whoever would be in that book. So, uh, uh, <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So Think things are sticky instead of slick. Yeah. So, oh. um, <laughs> you can all go through the portal. Um, it is set up. Uh, there is basically the <clears throat> portal operator um, who is sitting at the edge of the room. Very Star Trek-like has opened up the portal for you and looks incredibly bored with their job. Um, and uh, it's set up for you to just walk right through. Cool. All right. All right. I'm hovering, not walking. Okay. You're being very, uh, very offensive against people who hover here, Chris. 
I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, so you. We are noble people of the sea. <laughs> we are noble people of the sky. Thank you very much. All right. So you all travel through the portal. Um, and you end up in the lobby of the uh, um, adjoining building. Unfortunately, it's not directly in the building of the one that you need to go into. Um, there are two buildings. The one that you've ended up in appears to be a large corporate building, which has a walkway up a couple floors um, where you could go into uh, uh, where you could walk across to the other building or you could choose to go across the street effectively. Why don't we have everybody? So I'm going to say, I'm sorry, Nick, but uh, uh, Hexia and Styx are going to get to roll two die and take the best of two. But I'm sorry, Gummy Bear, you just get to roll one die and just see what you take. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm picturing the Frogger situation of Gummy Bear trying. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was a three, so it could have been worse. I got a five. Okay. Five. Okay. All right. So, um, gummy bear is not paying attention, but has found a bowl full of gummy bears and it is amazing. Um, so you can, you can do whatever you think is appropriate when a drumpy bear finds a bowl of gummy bears. What, which, what is that by the way? Would you eat them or would you stick them (laughs) on your hands or what would you do? Or try and say hello. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I mean, he might just consider, like, (laughs) there, so, I guess I'm assuming that they're in, like, those little grocery store containers. Uh, No, it's like, it's like a, it's an, it's a container that's open for just, like, for some reason, this business thought that it would be good that instead of like a bowl full of mints, it would be like a bowl full of gummy oh, bears, but okay. it's just open there. So you could just uh, go and grab some. This is not COVID appropriate. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, yeah, I think, I think I'm going to try to save several of my brothers and take them with me. <laughs> okay. <so> you- <laughs> You, you uh, up your pockets. Nope. Uh, <laughs> oh no. All right. Uh, gonna stuff my face with several gummy bears. Uh, you can just see them floating there. <laughs> all right. So you're, you're saving them by eating them. I'll I'll let them out later. We've just got to get them off this planet first. Okay. But I can't carry all of them clearly. So there's just. A like sticky goop in the rest of the bowl. Okay, so gummy bear now has a (laughs) mouthful of gummy bears, and uh, um, and so the that was actually an observation roll. Uh, that was what gummy uh, drumfy bear observed. Um, hexian sticks. What you've noticed is that you are in a corporate building. Um, and the building that is connected uh, on the other end and where the walkway and also if you just walk across the street go to is an apartment complex. And both of them appear to be um, basically based off of the um, the same company. Uh, like they, it says, one of them says the building you're in is Plentiment Industries and the building across the street is Plentiment Luxury Apartments. Oh. Um so, and you're supposed to go to the luxury apartments. Um, so 
you can choose now. Are you going to go across, just walk out right across the street and try to go out there, or sorry, travel out across the street, or are you going to try to <sighs> take you. the the uh, um? I'm sorry, this is what it's called, the walkway, or what? What's your what's your choice here? Offensive. I vote for the offensively titled walkway, um, because, like I said, I'm picturing the Frogger scenario of getting Grumpy Bear across the street. Okay. Yeah, I, I vote. I vote. Ugh. Okay, so <laughs> six, you can just actually disappear onto the shoulders of either Hexia or Drumphy Bear if you want to in this scenario. Yeah, I, I choose Hexia. You're always welcome, friend. All right. Um, uh, now, so I'm just going to have you roll two die. Um, sorry, I'm going to have. Hexia, you can roll two die and take the best of two, and Drumphy Bear, roll two die and take the worst of two. Um, I'm going to give you a fate point in advance for whatever happens here. Um, uh, um, As you try to get across this bridge. I have a three. Okay. Um, And what did you get, uh, Drumphy Bear? A one. Okay. So you two are just trying to get to the initial destination, uh, and uh, um, and in the process, um, so no, it's not the case, Hexia, that you do not uh, avoid suspicion. Various people apparently started noticing your staff corroding things as you were walking by, uh, and uh, and and what do you do when you end up getting like kind of like shocked looking at stairs with people putting their hands over their mouths as this happens? Could you uh, give me an idea of exactly what I'm corroding? Uh, I think it's the handrail that's near the edge, near the window, basically, is just kind of corroding, like, idly as you're walking by. You didn't realize that your your staff was basically um, rubbing against it. Okay. Um, I am going to sort of, like, adjust, like, I'm kind of shifting my purse. Um, and make a comment about how I'm really glad that that off-brand, that I hadn't gotten around to using that off-brand hand sanitizer on my hands yet. Okay. (laughs) You do that and, like, kind of unsettlingly uh, say that as people are walking by and, like, and in the middle of you trying to justify that, uh, um, Drumphy Bear is trying to play it cool and trying to wander down the hallway and uh, <laughs> is not playing it cool and is sloshing around and, and like it basically gets overtaken as the amount of attention of like basically jostling down the hallway. Uh, and I think, Drumphy Bear, you panic so much that you end up starting into a run which ends up resulting in you tripping and rolling and just rolling a slimy trail down the rest of the walkway as you're moving. And you actually all need to now get out of there into the next elevator very quickly and into that elevator before anybody, like, does anything. Wait, can I ask a quick question? Yep. How many people are in this walkway? There are about uh, five people, and they're starting to take notice and are starting to freak out. They were a little bit disconcerted by that uh, that that uh, handrail uh, disintegrating. But now that there is a sloshy 
man of some sorts <laughs> running down the hallway, panicking and then rolling down the hallway, trailing slime behind him. People are actually like shouting and getting really freaked out. So somebody needs to mitigate can, this. Can, um, can I, I have an idea. Okay. Would it be possible for me to just quickly transport from shoulder to shoulder and distract them? Yes. With my so, pixie dust? Yes. <laughs> so actually, you're very well set up to do this. So roll three, um, die, and take the best of three. Okay. Five. Okay. So what ends up happening is um, one of the people who ends up shouting the loudest um, right as you appear and you jump from right onto their shoulder and right onto the person next to them who also ends up shouting. And you immediately realize that this is a secret forbidden work relationship. And you just yes. throw some dust into their face and you can immediately convince them to uh, abandon all pretenses and just like start like, like, you know, like declaring their love for each other and making out on the on the walkway basically which just Do adds it. to the confusion yes um so so with you managed to do that, which has added sufficient amount of confusion that nobody knows what's happening at this point. And you can teleport right back to Hexia's uh shoulder as I'm assuming De Hexia you're just I'm presuming you're probably bolting straight for the elevator as fast as you can keep up with the keep up with the rolling ball of slime. Is that about right? Yes. Although I would like to note that uh, Hexia would would want to um, corrode the cell phones in some way. Oh, oh good call. Yeah. Okay. Roll. Um, roll three die and take the best of three. Got a five. I was. <laughs> okay, all uh, there is somebody pulling out their cell phone to record all of this, and it just you just give them a mean look, point your staff, and it just dis disintegrates in their hand. Um, <laughs> nobody is getting a recording of this. Okay, so wait, you or or if there is, it's just like a two second recording of someone pointing at the phone, and then it fizzles dead. <laughs> yeah. So Nick, uh, I am going to let there be an a, an advantage from this disgusting ball rolling thing that you're doing here as you roll right <laughs> towards the elevator you pass a newspaper stand roll three die and take the best of three to see if you can just slop one of those right up onto you while you're rolling past oh god uh that would be five yes so you get a newspaper of the day just slurps right up into you, which is helpful because that'll contain some useful information as you roll at right over to an elevator that's opening up and have some people getting up. And then they shout as the uh, um, as the door opens and another person's about to take out their phone. Hexia, roll three die to, to, to disintegrate that phone. Six. What did you get? Six. Oh, okay. Yeah. You disintegrate it. You disintegrate all the phones. All those phones are gone. There are just no <laughs> phones in this area. And then you just give everyone... Can I, a... can I distract them so that they also don't go spread the word? Yes. Uh, um, are you going to basically try to confuse them and make them think that this is something else or what? Uh, I'm going to shoulder hop and make them think that this is some sort of some sort of like like corporate quality control thing of a loose lips sink ships type of corporate policy 
Oh, absolutely. Uh, so that's a little bit difficult given everything that's going on here and how fast you have to ask. But you have the skills right for this scenario. So even though this is a difficult roll, you still get to roll two die and take the best of two. Okay. Four. Okay. Um, yes, you managed to uh, um, convince the people that this is some sort of corporate thing. Unfortunately, they are going to, what the downside is, the employees are really mad about it. And they are, um, they're already like, we're going to start a meeting. Yeah, we're going to start a meeting about this ridiculous bullshit that our employer is doing, destroying our phones and blah, blah, blah. And so they're starting <laughs> to basically rally about that. Um, so yeah, but anyway, uh, uh, Jerumphy, you managed to roll right into the elevator and, and like stick right, like smack right into the back of it. Uh, and Hexia, you and Sticks can uh, just basically hop right into it before the door closes. Wonderful. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you have been told to go straight to the top to the penthouse suite of this apartment building. Let's do it. Okay. Um, you hit Sticks the is going to make some sort of joke about spending a lot of time in penthouses. <laughs> right. um well you are in good the good place di- to so to so evil you are in the business district of this city so um so you uh you go straight to the top right to the swaggiest uh, the swankiest of uh the suites in the penthouse and uh the door opens straight into the penthouse uh although there is a basically an airlock type of thing um and you see a very very well-suited man come to the 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 door and uh he's basically sipping out of a martini and he's like ah yes uh, i've been told that you three would be coming and he like presses in an authorization code and the door opens and you can enter into his uh, apartment suite cool yep i say we enter yep okay do uh, do any of us recognize him uh let me give you your first visual impression, and then let's do some rules to see whether or not you'd have any background knowledge. So um, he he introduces himself, says, hello, welcome. My name is Peter Plentiment. Uh, everybody do, um, and he, and what you first see is you see that he is a, um, you see that he looks incredibly well-groomed. He looks uh, like as if he's like about 29. Definitely looks like he is very interested in fashion and keeping up appearances, basically. I'm going to have each one of you do a role, but I want you to make a decision. Are you trying to see whether or not you know information about him previously prior to this event? Or are you trying to see whether or not you are trying to kind of get a read on him? Who wants to do what? I think it would be reasonable that the manager, the regional manager of human resources would have some sort of knowledge of him. Um, so I would probably base my role off of that. I would also say that I think for Hexia, just having sort of access to that factual knowledge, she is going to be hampered a little bit because this is exactly the sort of person that she couldn't stand as a human and was responsible for her death as a human. Mm-hmm. Um, so she has sort of a, or at least that's the, the vibe she gets so that she has kind of an irrational dislike of him just right away. Okay. Despite whatever she knows. Right. Makes sense. Does that make um, sense? Okay. Yes, that makes sense. And uh, I, I have a feeling that 
sticks what you would probably doing i'm guessing is going straight for the trying to get a good read on him especially being a shoulder yeah. angel is that right yeah um, i'm, I'm gonna hop to his i'm gonna hop to his shoulder and maybe subtly his... drop some pixie dust as you try to get a, a read well i feel like this would also be part of a, a shoulder demon's job right you have to you have to kind of get a read on their vices in order to mm-hmm. um in order to push them towards their vices right <laughs> Yes, so I would think so. I, I'm gonna yeah. say, um, I think that there's a really good opportunity here. So, Drumfee Bear, if you have an idea on what you want to do, you can just do it. But I think there's an opportunity for you to back up sticks by distracting this person enough that they are not getting a sense that sticks is doing this. Um, so, uh, is that how we basically want to play it? We'll we'll go with stu- Hexia first to see how much you know as in terms of background. Drumpy, mm-hmm. you do some sort of distraction, and sticks. You end up doing the investigation. Does that uh, about personality? Yeah. Does that sound about right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So, um, Hexia, first, let's see what you already know. So, roll three die and take the best of three. Wow! One all around. Whoa! Holy! Oh, she hates that. <laughs> oh my gosh! I can't believe it. Uh, do you want to spend a food point to re-roll it? Uh, any one of those die, or do you want to just take that as is? You have no, four. No, I'll take it. Okay. I'll, I'll take it. I think it's interesting that she doesn't actually know anything, because that would really piss her off. <laughs> yeah. So you, you know, not only do you know nothing, you are incredibly uncomfortable and incredibly on edge. This feels mm-hmm. so upsetting to be here right now, and you are having to keep your shit together. And uh, both under the discomfort for the kind of person this you believe this person is, and mm-hmm. also for the uh, the stress of being unprepared, which is not the kind of person you like to be. Um, yeah. So, Drumfy Bear. Meanwhile, uh, you are performing some sort of distraction. What kind of distraction are you performing? Uh, so <laughs> I'm just going to go up to him, slap him on the back, be like. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here today and like whip out the date book and be like this is I'm so glad you could keep our appointment and just insinuating that I have grand plans for him oh are you also pulling out your your Casio calculator watch as well and like and like you know like comparing both of them maybe your date book and your watch and like just like showing how how on top of things you are Obviously. Oh, absolutely. And okay. yeah, uh, we're using the watch to like give him a glimpse of the slight future where he's made a lot of things slightly worse for a lot of people. And, you know, okay, he, he probably likes that. Okay, roll three die and take the best of those three. Oh, don't be all one. <laughs> a one and two threes. <laughs> okay. Do you want to uh, spend a food point? You have I'll, a lot I'll of that. I'll spend a point. Okay, to bring it up to a four. Um, okay, so you brought it up to a four, um, which means that, yes, you've distracted him, but he really hates you now. Like, he <laughs> really does not want you in here. He is mad at the, uh, um, like, he, he at, like he he knew he was supposed to be collaborating with some demons, but really... 
for a well put together person like him to be like have like you know a slimy slap on the back he cannot <laughs> wait to get you out of here he is really upset um so um but morgan that is enough to get add one to morgan so morgan you set up you added an extra point to where morgan is at morgan roll Excellent. roll four and take the best of four okay i only have three actual dice so i'll Oh, well, the best is already six, so I'm not going to bother to roll the fourth die. Okay, great. Unless you uh, want to give me a seven. No, <laughs> you, it would have been a, it, like, it was, it was, if if Nick hadn't done what he was doing, you would have had to roll a two and take the best of two. But um, with yeah. what Nick had set up, you you got to roll um, those four. So that All that's, of the dice. Yeah, basically, um, it, you were incredibly well set up by that scenario, um, even though he's very displeased. So... Yeah, you... let's see what's in this dude's pervy brain. So <laughs> immediately you get several things. One, he is not directly, his interests do not directly align with this assignment. Um, there's something mm. that he is sure. planning on doing that is contrary to this son- assignment. Um, and, Don't do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and wait a minute, that's a glamour. That's a glamour mm-hmm. he's got on. He doesn't look like this. This isn't the person he is. And I'm going to say that right now, and if you don't succeed, you'll be able to collaborate with your other friends for to give them chances as well. But you're so well mm-hmm. set up right now that actually we'll just roll over that other die you didn't roll. Uh, roll mm-hmm. three die and take the best of three to be able to see whether or not you can see through the glamour immediately. Okay. Five. Okay. Yeah, you see through the glamour. Oh my gosh. Wait a minute. This guy, he looks very, very, very similar to BTB, the Omni CEO. Like shockingly mm. similar. Um, like a little bit younger, like not purple or gray. He looks like a mm. human that looks very similar. And mm. um Is this a demon human love child? Yeah, it's it's incredibly strange. And he looks both old and young at the same time. Not a good look. <laughs> yeah, he does not look like the same person. Can I, since I haven't actually done any actions yet, can I uh, sprinkle some pixie dust to uh, tell him he should take off his jacket now that it's got, uh, now that it's got, like goo on it and hopefully that'll disrupt his glamour um sure um so what why don't you um i i'm i you're 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 pulling more attempts to uh convince him right after you did a bunch of other things so roll two die Mm -hmm. and see what what you get uh take the best of two five Okay, all right, yeah, you convince him to take off his coat out of annoyance, and I'm going to give that as an opportunity for Hexia and Jerumphy Bear. Both of you can roll, too, and see if you can catch anything else in that moment. Five. Five. Yeah, Okay. go team. (laughs) You both see through the glamour as well. You both see that he looks very similar to BTB, it does not look like similar as in terms of like a childlike similarity. It looks similar 
like more like an identical twin type similarity. Mm. Mm. Um, so that that's strange. So anyway, so he takes off his coat and he says, <clears throat> I think we should all just get down to business. Okay. Um, let's let's just get to it. And he says, I know you've already been briefed on the uh lamp murals, and uh they're already um they're in the ocean. Uh I as the only business partner of that has been given authorization to be able to ship things out of the demon realm. I have been uh here what I have here is a sample that's been cooked up by demonstrative industries elixir laboratories um uh, that is supposed to basically neutralize these creatures and if you sprinkle into the water above where they are it'll just kill them. They'll just dissipate into shadow. That's all you need to do. It's very easy. And he hands you hmm. the box. Seems like a lie, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, when you said identical twin, is it more identical twin or evil twin? Yeah. I'm, I'm, or good twin. I was going to say we're demons, though. I, I'm not giving you any of that information. Yeah. Uh, I'm okay. just saying that he looks like if the other character was not demon-like, it would be an incredibly similar look. Like, if you removed some of the demon aspects and only left the human aspects, it would look incredibly similar. It's like when you see when you see a, one of the actors that is a demon on Buffy, but, like, yeah. without, their, without, their, without their makeup. <laughs> yeah, it's almost as if if you just removed that, if you just removed exactly the math demon property, then it would look just like him. Hmm. Huh. So, um, the, this is, uh, so anyway, he hands you these and he says, uh, so I'm certain that you're all sleuthy enough that you'll be able to track all of these down and take them out. So, um, so basically off to it. Okay. And, uh, is there anything else you want to say or talk to him about any questions you want to ask about his business or anything like that before you disappear? Or would you just all want to get out of there? I kind of want to know if, at least from what this guy is going to tell us, if this if this poison is going to affect other things in the ocean. Okay. Because um, he's basically like, here's this poison, just dump <laughs> it right in there. So yeah, should we hmm, should we wait until they migrate to, like, a f- you know fishing spot? Sticks, do you care? Cause, like. Ambrosia likes watching the whales or something. I yeah, don't get me wrong, I'm a demon. I I mean I probably care because Ambrosia would be sad if killed a bunch of whales. I actually feel like <laughs> Hexia might be more upset about this, actually. <laughs> yeah. Based off of Hexia would be more upset about it. I would be upset about it because it would make my girlfriend sad. My totally not girlfriend, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Alright, so Hexia, why don't you roll uh, three die and take the best of three to see if you can get a sense of whether or not this is going to hurt anything around it. Five. It won't hurt any... He, so he's saying, oh, no, 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 no. This won't hurt any ocean life. It won't hurt any ocean life. Uh, it won't hurt anything else it comes into contact with, except for the lamp morals. Not not really just by pouring it into the water. That's not gonna. That's not going to injure anything else. And he is not lying about that, but it's also 
obviously has a large emission. So it's not going to hurt mm -hmm. any aquatic life. If you pour it into the water, it's not going to hurt anything there. But it's going to probably do something else that doesn't involve a hurting aquatic life. Mm -hmm. And I, I assume that that's the, the side effects, not something that he would be forthcoming about. It could be. Um, he, he, you don't know, but you definitely know that there's something else that will end up happening. Um, you also don't really know whether or not this thing even does the thing that he claims it does. Mm -hmm. It might actually do something different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. By the way, actually, uh, Hexia, just for fun, why don't you roll three die and see if you know anything? You don't know about him, but you might know something mm -hmm. about his business. Three. Okay. So you don't know about his business, but you have this odd feeling that it has something to do with internet reviews for products on the internet. But it's probably not too relevant to this particular story, but a fun side story detail. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Anyway, that's... Uh... Uh, I do have a question. Mm -hmm. So we know that Peter is the... He has the contract for shipping between like the demon realm and the moral realm. Mm -hmm. Was keep in part or in whole responsible for the lamp morels being out that's a great question um uh, how would you want to go about inquiring about that are you are you going to ask him that i have an I... idea okay we can ask him that if i whisper in his ear and tell him that he should just brag about his uh exploits <laughs> are we trying play to play on his monologuing? vanity <laughs> okay. No, no, basically, basically, I'm gonna play on his vanity because I mean he can't he can't brag to anyone in the human realm about how clever he was. All right, roll two die and take the best of two. He's trying to keep this close to his chest, but this is what you're good at. Four. Okay. Um. So he doesn't make it really clear. He makes some odd, uncomfortable off comments. He may, he he does seem to indicate in some way. Well, no, 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 no. I I didn't expect I didn't expect the lamp murals to appear like this. Um, I I didn't think that they'd be appearing like this time. Um, which you don't really know what his involvement is on this one exactly. You do get the sense that he didn't. He's not lying that he didn't expect them to appear this time. But it's not as if he didn't know about them. Okay. Mm -hmm. Also, this time. He right? didn't expect yeah. them this time. That's an interesting word, phrase that he used there. Um, okay, so you can all leave if you'd like, or you can try to press your luck. He obviously wants you gone, though. Mm -hmm. I want to get out. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's freaking me out. All right, so you can yeah. all go into the elevator. He, he opens the door. He wishes you adieu. Uh, um, if any... Any last-minute shenanigans I have to ask Drumpy Bear before you end up departing this room? I guess the question is, what from his office is stuck to me? <laughs> oh, great question. Oh, yes. Yes, of course. Um, roll three die and take the best of three to see what can end up getting stuck. And also, his carpet is ruined. Good. <laughs> Oh, a one, two sixes. Okay, well, that is great. Uh, so you... <laughs> that's very interesting. 
you managed to stick something to you uh, that is some sort of interesting look pe- looking piece of taper that in fact appears to have the insignia of your organization, Demonstrative Industries, on it. That just happens to stick to you. Mm, you know, some medication that he might have needed stuck to you. <laughs> um, some, uh, uh, you know, like also some extra candy. Is that candy? Not really clear. Don't worry. You get to have it later. Um, stuck to you. Uh, and also large, large chunks of the very fancy Persian rug that was underneath you just <laughs> rip off and stick to the underside of your foot as you depart the you, building. You've now got some new soles to your feet. That's right. Uh, some, uh, you know, that new soul look. Um, so, okay. So you all get in the elevator, I'm assuming. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you go through the mm-hmm. airlock. Yeah. You're in the elevator. You don't have to go down immediately. You can hold the door closed or something if you for for you know like basically about a minute before the alarm will start going off as you make a plan of what you want to do. What what would you like to do before you move on to the next location? And by the way, you have a lot of inform- interesting information on you now. You might want to try to find some place where you can kind of sit and kind of sort through it. But the elevator will start beeping if you're here for longer than a minute. I mean, you could even just try to go to, like, the beach or something like that and just find a corner that people are not hanging out at. Yeah. Totally. Or yeah. you could go to the lobby or, or we find could, a computer or we whatever. Could, we, could go, we could go and go to the beach and rent a boat because we have to go out on the ocean anyways. And then once we have a boat, we'll be alone. I would like to test the substance, like, even if we just Ooh, get, like, yeah. a cup of, the, like, in a small controlled area. Mm-hmm. before we so there you know you, there is a map of this building out by the way and there is mm. what looks like a very sad coffee shop like a sad corporate coffee shop that you could possibly mm. stop by oh. and uh like you could probably find a corner of that to just sit and sort through your information if you wanted to yeah yeah we can do that i'm okay, okay with that all right so okay so you you can press a button you sit down, uh, you know, roll two die, uh, somebody roll two die, Trumpy uh, uh, Bear, roll two die and take the best of two to see if you manage to not make any more distractions. It's a pretty empty area with this sad coffee shop, so you can, you're probably fine. Uh, that's a three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, despite it being a relatively easy place to get through, Trumpy uh, Bear, you are still managing to uh um everyone else manages to sit down at the coffee shop without creating a scene um but you have already upset the barista in some very unclear way but it looks like she's like oh no like this this really looks like one of those clients and well can, can i clearly, can i do damage control sure i've clearly asked her for like for him, I've clearly asked them for some sort of demon coffee shop only drink, like the tears of enemies. Black. She just thinks you're being. Like, they just think you're being one of those guys that's like trying to be clever, and they're like, "Buddy, this is Wendy's. Like, I'm just trying to get through my shift." Yeah, we don't have that here. <laughs> we don't have that at the coffee shop. Uh, you can have a latte if you want with whipped cream and extra sugar. And add gummy bears as a topping. No, but we have sprinkles <laughs> and caramel syrup. Whichever topping will make me suffer most. <laughs> uh, that'd be the extra sugar pro-diabetic uh, uh, topping. <laughs> so yeah, the uh, um, so anyway, she she 
you um she's like you know what it's on the house which is good because you don't have any money anyway probably like or you actually you might have come with money that they probably equipped you with some but anyway she's she just wants you out of there so she's just making this thing and putting it on there but like is like trying to get you out of her sight basically and just looks you know so she makes a thing plunks it down and is just like staring at her phone so anyway so you can all sit in the corner um so several things can i do my damage control that i was gonna do sure sure i want to hop her shoulder and convince her that today is the day that fuck it she's just taking all the tips she doesn't get paid (laughs) enough for this shit okay great uh roll three die and take the best of three six you know what? She's going to take all the tips and she might just take a little bit more out of the cash register too. Um, yeah. So um, yeah, she, she's definitely going to do that. So anyway, so you can all settle down in the corner. So right now you've got a wealth of information stuck to Drumpy Bear. Uh, you have a newspaper and you have some sort of uh, um, thing that has official insignia of it on uh um that was clearly written out for uh peter plentiment so um you can you can take a look through both of those do we have to roll to do that not not really well actually so so for let me give you the information that you just get from looking at it and then you can decide what you'd want to do with that information so Mm -hmm. um what you see is that in the newspaper there is the report of some sort of giant eel care a monster like basically grabbing someone and pulling them out of the water and apparently this got recorded on someone's phone and uploaded somewhere on the internet it got all viral a bunch of people are saying it's just a conspiracy theory there's none of uh, no such thing and other people are saying no really like we're like this is like a new creature like that's like from some sort of you know like that's from another era and some people are like you know it's aliens obviously it's aliens basically um so uh there there is a video that you could you could view on the internet if you wanted to that's what you see in the newspaper and what you see on the letterhead you see that there is a instructions to be able to get this uh um elixir to be able to hand you all and what do you know? Everybody roll two die and take the best of two. Shit, I got ones. Two ones. <laughs> two <Six>. twos. <laughs> okay. Trumpy. <laughs> okay. Uh, Hexia is too busy, I, I think, trying to figure out how to be able to escalate this shoplifting situation i'd assume for that you know sticks. could yeah you're sorry sticks is like why why not why not escalate this why start why not just try to take down the whole system basically or something like that yeah i am empowering this girl to to follow her dreams and so not only are you not paying attention you're not even at the table uh hexia what did you get <laughs> two okay so you're you did not notice it, um, but it's no problem for you because Drumpy Bear is like, ah, look. So what what you notice, Drumpy Bear, is that there is uh, like the numbers. These aren't the same numbers. Ha! Well, that's funny. He gave us the wrong one. So the instructions from corporate headquarters were to give you, let's see, uh, EF2348. And in, uh, instead, he ended up giving you EF2349. That's strange. 
it's this is a different elixir maybe and and so what's extra funny you put this together and you're like huh that's really funny because they probably just made this new elixir exactly for this purpose with 2348 which means if 2349 came right after it he probably made a completely different one that was like immediately after the fact for a different purpose that's funny but that also means that somehow he has to have a connection to those labs to be able to convince somebody to be able to make that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about demonic labs here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the demonic labs on the others back in your dimension, basically. Uh, um, so, so that there, that's very strange. How, how, why, why did he give you the wrong elixir? And what does it do? Yep. Of course, my natural inclination is to put a drop on my tongue to just find out how it tastes. But oh, God. I was going to suggest a more oh. measured route of doing this. And that sounds exactly having... like something he would. <laughs> oh, you so, know what? Yeah. Nick? Here so, you go. so wait, wait. Uh, okay. Oh no! Uh, no, go, go ahead. <laughs> Sticks. Well, you're not at the table, Sticks. You don't get any input I'm on not. this. I'm not. Jerumpy Bear, uh, you and put... Hefty is not paying attention. <laughs> yeah, you you're like, what could it do? And you put it on your mo- You put a drop on your tongue. You feel great. You feel very susceptible to listening to other people's ideas. What any ideas that somebody su- supplied you right now might be a good one. But like also if I was paying close enough attention, I would really be getting him some ideas right now. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a toy that I want to play with. <laughs> but the more it sits on your tongue, the more you kind of want to go back up to that apartment and get some ideas from that wonderful man you spent some time with. Maybe he could supply you the ideas. Oh. Yeah, okay. That dude wants a lap a lapmoral army. Okay. A flying monkeys. Right. So, uh Hexia, you've been fairly distracted, but um I might actually suggest a reason why you might be distracted. Somebody uh, don't forget that there was another piece of information that involves that newspaper, and you know that there are internet videos. Mm-hmm. Maybe it would be a good opportunity to try to find that. If only you could find some uh, some sort of person that had a phone that could let you see something. <laughs> I could I could just add this to whispering in the barista's ear. If you bring your phone with you, then they'll be able to track you. <laughs> oh right. <laughs> so so you ba- basically. Yes. The, so I'm assuming Hexia, you like gesture sticks over to let her know about this part of the newspaper article um yeah. and, okay so um and, so, and in the background the barista is just clearing out the cash register yeah that's right she's just clearing out the cash register she's just saying you know what fuck this job they don't pay me you know fuck all these clients like this stupid corporate hellhole and she's just stuffing it all in her basically the 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 smock that she's given um mm-hmm. and her her phone's sitting right there um you but anyway he, uh sticks you come over to hexia uh hexia what do you tell sticks our friend brought this with him um mr bear brought <laughs> this with him um and it looks like somebody got video um of the lamp morels and it on the internet i really i need to take a look at it i need to know what the humans know and also maybe get a, a better sense of 
what we're dealing with. Cool. So you need to get on the internet. Yes. One one second. I pop back over to my barista's shoulder. All right. Roll three die. Oh, I got two sixes. <laughs> oh, okay. nice. And a two. But you know what? She, you convince her, you know what? Screw technology. Screw cell phones. They're just a tool of the bourgeoisie to control us, <laughs> to, 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 to spy on us. To, you the know, man can follow you. Yeah, the man can follow you. You know what? Um, so she's just like, you know what? Screw this. And she just throws it in the garbage. Um, and since you're convincing her, throws it in the garbage on the other side that is very easily accessible to customers. And mm-hmm. uh, is like, you know what? Uh, I'm actually going to become an anti-cell phone advocate after this thing. Um, so... Uh, so that is very easily accessible. Uh, Hexy, you can just walk over and, and just scoop that right out of there. Wonderful. And I do that. <laughs> Careful to make sure that all of my tribute-oriented uh, magic sort of contained. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to make you roll for that. Uh, I think if you're being very conscious about it, uh, it's not going to be a problem. So mm-hmm. uh, you pull it out of there. Yeah, you can very easily find this video. Uh, you do a search. Uh, it's one of the first videos that comes up. What you see... In this video, so the thing that you can see without paying close attention is you see that the lamp mural, basically there's a, a, you know, a bunch of people hanging out and partying on this beach. And then suddenly some teenagers start screaming and they're running out of the water and they're like, there's like a shark or something. There's a shark or something. And like, and like, uh, um, and there's this old man walking by this, the, the uh, water. And then suddenly the lamp mural uh, like appears to just launch out of the water and bites him, pulls him onto the ground, and then s- flips over, smacks uh, the the other side, the lamprey side, uh, mouth onto it, which grabs onto him and then just pulls him into the water. Uh, oh, no. And uh, <laughs> roll. Why don't why don't uh, I'm assuming at this point you're showing everybody. So yeah. um. I'm going to say everybody can roll two die except for Hexia. You can roll three die and take the best of those. I got three. Four. Five. Okay. Uh, Sticks and uh, Drumpy Bear, you're uh, the uh, uh, sticks. You're more interested in this interface because you've never seen a, an interface like this before. So you're you're not really paying that much attention, but you are you are getting really intrigued by it. And you and um, Trumpy Bear, you just I, I'm see- thinking of, I'm thinking of the debauchery uh, <laughs> the debauchery possibilities with things like Instagram. Oh yes, <laughs> so much people who could send pictures of so many things that are ill advised. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Drumpy Bear, uh, you notice that it seems awfully funny. Why would it need two mouths? That's all you're thinking about. Why would it need two mouths? And, uh, uh, and what Hexia sees is what you see that's really strange is that there's something on, uh, this lamp mural that was not on it in the slides, very tiny stubby legs on the side. Oh no. That appear to have like newly Wait. formed and are not fully formed yet. 
And yeah. anyway, it pulls that thing right into the water. Good. Good. Okay. <laughs> uh, so what do you want to we'll do? Want to next? These things were a great idea. <laughs> I think Hexia would definitely like turn to the others and be be like, there correct me if I'm wrong, but on the slides, those definitely have legs, vestigial or otherwise, right? That's new. New, yeah. I mean, yeah, I wasn't paying attention, but you can press. I don't replay. think that was there. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to the slides either. I was trying to levitate my chair. That's right. <laughs> so you're, you're really not much help here right now. Uh, uh, but I will answer confidently, anyways. <laughs> I don't think they, they had legs, and they haven't been Earthside very long. So that's. Freeing. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, it was sucking the guy's face and not in the good way. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. The it was not sucking his face. It didn't oh, grab okay. his face. It grabbed onto him. And in fact, you can watch it again in the video. Where it grabs onto him is actually more lower, like like mid section of its body. Front or back? Uh, it grabs and onto him. Is in it the in the good way or not? Is it in the way that snakes would expect? <laughs> uh, it's probably not going to be good no matter what. Uh, it might it, hit it an is, area. It is a mouthful of teeth. Yeah. It, oh, no. There may, She's that, a demon. It is possible that Dentata area did hit that area, though. As a GM, I actually had not considered that somehow. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I don't that know why. Mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known these. Pl- Leave it yeah. to a shoulder demon. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay. To come up yeah, with nightmare BJ's. <laughs> probably somewhere around there. That was not supposed to be an interesting story detail, but more importantly, that it, it did hit in the mid body range. Uh, um, yes. So, and then it pulls him into the water. Uh, was so- the body ever recovered? The body, so that's a quick internet search. Uh, roll, roll three die and take the best of three. Six. Okay, yeah, the body was not recovered. Um, the family is claiming that this is, that, that like, that, you know, is trying to call for an investigation. Uh, but the police say there are no leads. And a lot of people on the internet are saying this is still a hoax and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but that, that, that man has not, that body has not been recovered. You do know what beach it is, though. That's uh, your that's the plus okay. side of your, your be- thing. So you actually know exactly, exactly where it is, and it's not far. I say we don't waste much time on. Nope, let's go to the beach. Yeah. Um, question: Are we keeping the cell phone because it could be useful, or are we not keeping the cell phone because realistically the police are going to be looking for that girl? That's up to you. I mean, you can probably ditch it really easily if you need to. And like the police are not going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think the police are going to. I'm thinking I'm thinking we could do my girl a solid and take it with us so that the police look in the wrong place for her. That gives her more time to commit crimes. (laughs) I like an underdog. So. Okay. All right. All right. You you can take that. uh, 
you can totally take that with you. Um, yeah. So uh, why not? Let's um, let's put it in like a Ziploc bag and then mm-hmm. stick it inside Mr. Bear, because if I'm not focused, <laughs> I'll fry it. But his, his slime should insulate it. Yeah, oh. to enough of a degree. It, 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 it's a Faraday substance. Exactly, <laughs> Faraday slime. <laughs> All right, there, oh, no. there are enough sufficient amount of to-go wrappings around here that you can just and you're like you actually go up to the snack tree and she just she's just like yeah whatever take whatever you want from that you know like take whatever you want and she just like you know like she just like she doesn't care so you can take whatever that you can also take some snacks to go if you want uh they have i mean they have cake pops so why not right like so uh cake pops is like an entire friggin cake to me yeah that's right well (laughs) you can just stick a couple of them like stick side in out of drumpy bear so that like you know maybe the cake part will remain good later when you want it um Uh, okay, so um, yeah, so you can r- totally wrap that and stick it in Drumpy, and uh, it should be fine. So I, I also feel like I'm going to tell everyone uh, what a great idea this elixir is right now. And it's mm. just filled with great ideas. Are you also going to tell you them? You know what's a great idea? Let's not go to that guy's office. <laughs> yeah. But but have you all picked up now? Like now, like so. I think what you're trying to say is like you're you're talking about that and even talking about how great he is, and you're basically, it's not it's pretty obvious to Hexian sticks that like after you basically are like oh yeah I had some that like that's what happened. So I think mm-hmm. player communication can flow out there that this had some sort of uh, um kind of mind control type effect of some sort. Um, yep. Okay. So we are not using this potion. Mm-hmm. It kind of wore off after, you know, the coffee, but... Okay. Wait, did it, Chris? All that sugar neutralized it. Um, it has not. <laughs> it has not okay. worn off. If you come into so contact... So did Nick give himself a penalty? Nick has a con- what we call a condition in Freeform Universal where any yeah. interaction he's going to have with that guy for the rest of this game... He is going to be very susceptible to any idea. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, um, do we know, like, do we know that he's now under the influence of this? Yeah, it's it's pretty obvious. Okay. He, I mean, Drumfee's saying stupid shit, like, you know, so. <laughs> but not the well, normal stupid shit. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, so okay, so you so you know where that creature went. So you could go directly there, or you could try to investigate the elixir stuff. Or you have a lot of leads at this point. What would you like to do? Well, so my my thought here is that so we got the do we get eight or nine elixir wise? I wrote down both of the numbers, but I missed which one we got. You got nine, and you were nine. Su- okay. you were inst- he was instructed to, to give you eight. So that's why he gave mm-hmm. you uh. That's why you know that it's it's BS basically, that yeah. um, that he cre- constructed something new. Uh, in do we place. have do we have means of like reaching out to the our home realm? Uh, because I'd love to know what the potion was, the elixir was supposed to be. Uh, yeah. So I think that you, I mean, you have basically small communication 
devices that allow you to basically send messages back, um, start a very brief, like a video call that'll be very crappy mm -hmm. in quality. But mm -hmm. you can basically send messages to the other side and start very crappy video calls with people. Okay. So do we want to do that before we go to the beach? Start Send a message to ask what elix elixir number eight was supposed to be? I think that'd be a good idea. Or do we want to just... Or do we want to just proceed with the intention of, like, capturing this thing instead of killing it? So why don't, uh, so, so, I mean, you can do whatever you want, uh, but you could also start the process of reaching out to people and kind of do more reaching out and information can flow in as you're doing other things asynchronously. That works. Okay. For me, mm -hmm. anyway. I feel like just Hexia, like shoot yeah. off a message. Yeah, Hexia, you're the most well positioned person in the highest level of management in the organization to start your connections, basically. Mm -hmm. So why don't you roll three die to start your connections of reaching out and trying to find people within the elixir department? I did get a six. You got a six. Oh shit! Yeah. So you 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 managed to reach out people. Yeah, there's been. There's been some weird things being made lately. Some people were wondering why stuff was made. Uh, you managed to get some direct contacts with some people who um, have had a, a number of questions. And you even got the contact with somebody who said that they'd be willing to do a phone call with you in about like half an hour to an hour uh, that supposedly worked on it, who was really concerned. Okay. Okay. So... In the meanwhile, are you going to basically head out to the water, or what are you going to do? I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I agree. Crash my jalopy. What will happen next? What awaits our demonic friends at the human beach? Is it ghastly monsters? Or perhaps too much sand between the toes? Find out on the next exciting episode of... Foss and Crafts Theater. Foss and Crafts is released under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 4.0 International License. It's hosted by Morgan Lemmerweber and Christopher Lemmerweber. The intro music is composed by Christopher Lemmerweber, meaning myself, and Milky Tracker, and is released under the same license as the show. The outro music is Enchanted Tiki 86, composed by Alex Smith of The Cynic Project, and is waved into the public domain under CC01.0. See cynicmusic.com for more information. You can get in contact with us on the Fediverse, Foss and Crafts at octodon.social, on Twitter as at Foss and Crafts, or you can email us, podcast at fossandcrafts.org. We also have a chat room. Join our community hash Foss and Crafts on irc.freenode.net. If you'd like to support the show, you can donate at patreon.com forward slash c-w-e-b-b-e-r. That's it for this week. Until next time, stay free and stay crafty. the edges of the ocean in one of the large metropolitan cities in Metroloid 5. Or Mortaloid 5, sorry, mm. not Metroid. Mortaloid 5. <laughs>